the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Hello and welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. London-based telecom, Start.ca, has been purchased by one of the big guys, TELUS. And today I'm talking with London Free Press reporter Norman DeBono about the benefits and drawbacks of the purchase and the overall narrative of Canada's three telecom giants, TELUS, Bell, and Rogers. Hi, Norm. How are you? Good, Rachel. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, you're, well, I, I'd love to have you on. Um, so we just well, learned that TELUS was sold very, or no, TELUS bought Start.ca. Sorry, Start.ca right, yeah. was sold yeah. very recently. This is a London company. And we've, you know, if, if, if yeah, I'm sure you've heard of them unless you've been under a rock because they're out everywhere. You see them they are all over the community. Um, first of all, do we know how much they were sold for? No, they wouldn't reveal that sale price. So um, I, I asked uh, Star.ca that Peter Rocco is the CEO and the chief executive. He will not disclose it. And I think that Telus is a publicly traded company, I believe. So eventually those details will emerge, but the sale is new. It was just firmed up in January. So uh, they're not going to reveal that right now. But in time, we'll probably be able to find that out for sure. But right now they're playing it close to the vest, unfortunately. But I mean, you can be sure it was a pretty good amount, I bet. TELUS is a fairly, I mean, start.ca, even though it's a young, small startup, uh, 70,000 customers, uh, good infrastructure in London, you know, a real presence in the fiber network sector here as well, good relationship with the city in terms of uh, development community, in terms of installing infrastructure. So mm-hmm. they're well known, they're well thought of, and, and they, would be, uh, they would be a catch for any business for sure. Absolutely, yeah. So start.ca has has told all its customers, listen, nothing's going to change. Everything's going to remain the same. Is that what we can expect? Is that true? Do you think? Yeah, I think the, the way this, you know, history is the best teacher here. And I think when we have examples of major corporations, you know, Bell or Rogers <clears throat> and Telus buying smaller independent service pro- providers, they follow the same sort of playbook. And it's true in the short term, everything's going to probably be the same. The buildings are going to be the same, the staffing, the executives, the, the fee, the price structure of the service. But over time, there will be a change. And that won't be all bad necessarily. Uh, but, you know, analysts will, will tell you that, that uh, you know, one, one analyst told me said that, you know, if you squint hard, you won't really be able to see a difference between the small, what was the smaller internet provider and the, and the, and the, the corporation that, that now owns it. So I think that, you know, you can brace for some changes in service. Like I said, that won't be all bad. Um, but in terms of fees and structures, you know, yeah, people are anticipating there could be uh, higher fees down the, down the line, high, more costs for individuals, uh, some, some, some subscribers. Certainly hope not, but I think people are bracing for that. But in terms of what could be positive in terms of a change, mm-hmm. you know, Telus has deep pockets. The Start.ca as a small internet provider was not as rich. So I know that Start.ca and Peter Rocker wanted to branch out into more fiber networks, being a very aggressive installing fiber optic cable uh, in terms of developments in the community. This now gives them the reserves to do that if Telus is on board. Also, I think uh, Peter always talked about delving into the phone market. Like Start.ca was an internet provider. You know, they provided cable services, internet services, but they always had the long-term gain on goal of looking at uh, being a player in the phone market. Um, mm. This now, they now tell us as a phone provider. So they can they can work in that in that segment. Exactly how they will, I don't know yet, but they might have a presence in that with Telus as, 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 a, as a partner. So that's the kind of things that could play out longer term. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the real, I think biggest impact 
Rachel, is going to be in terms of the community. Like, Stratton CA was a homegrown company. In 1995, Peter started it within his home. Small home-based business. It grew significantly. 70,000 subscribers this year. You know, 170 staff. Large presence on York Street. Their trucks are everywhere. But they've been big community supporters. They've been, they sponsored concerts, shows, events, arts events, poverty-related uh, sort of charities and causes. Um, mm-hmm. They've been a real strong community presence real they're everywhere they're everywhere yeah and will that now peter says that's going to continue they're not going to there's no plans on changing that As a matter of fact telus has that sort of uh, value as well that's one thing that sort of attracted them to them in terms of striking that partnership but um but uh we will see it will be a real loss for the community if that is diminished in, in really yeah. in, anywhere I, I that, that's one of the first things i thought of when i thought of this sound like but they're everywhere are yeah. they still like, are they, is start.ca still going to be around and as a brand that we can sign up with, like individually and specifically? Now they're going to be part of TELUS, obviously, overall, right. but will start.ca still exist? Yes, it will still exist. You'll still be able to contact the local offices, subscribe to their service as to when the, any changes come down. We're not sure yet. But uh, for right now uh, and for the foreseeable future, it's going to be business as usual, is what I'm being told. And so you're going to be able to log on and sort of, you know, still subscribe to that service. Any questions about service? If you are a, a, a subscriber, still yeah. go to a StartCA office. Okay. Okay. Um, Telus has also bought Ultima, uh, and I'm not familiar with Ultima, but they so Telus is is buying up a lot of these, or at least two recently, small telecoms. More than that. So, so actually, if we talk, if we look at all the big the the, the big players in the sector, Rogers, Bell, Telus. Um, they're all being very aggressive in that in the marketplace right now. There's a real consolidation happening. Of course, the 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 um, I think it is uh, Bell wanting to buy Freedom Mobile, Rogers wanting to buy Shaw. That is being sort of uh, uh, you know that's on the table right now. And Telus has been very aggressive in buying up other smaller providers, both in Quebec and Ontario. <clears throat> so um, what's happening is is that there is a the CRTC which governs that whole telecom sector. It's the government agency that sort of defines the rules for how businesses operate in the telecom sector. Mm-hmm. They made some changes in 2021 that are impacting smaller providers negatively. And so they are finding it difficult and they are vulnerable. And so uh, the big players are sensing this and they're moving in to snap them up. And that's and right now we're seeing a turf war in this area uh, that's really playing out across the country. And London mm-hmm. now is just one player in this. It's just one, one, one front in that war, so to speak. That is seeing um, smaller providers being snapped up by the big players as they're looking to sort of consolidate that whole industry. So, um, yeah, and I think we'll we'll see more of it, and we'll see. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, we'll see see uh, more and more smaller players consolidated. And what that's going to mean long term is, you know, it's less competition, it's fewer voices, it is, um, you know, more of a price structure. We are going to be faced with the possibility of higher fees. And we already pay some of the highest fees in the world for that telecom service. Yeah. We so, do. Um, you know, there's a great little company in Chatham called Tech Savvy, which is an internet provider. They're independent. They've been outspoken in their concern on this. And they are sort of, you know, fiercely independent. And they don't want to give in. They want to state the claims. They have an office in Toronto, too, and they sell province wide. So um, they deserve a lot of credit for speaking out on this and for wanting to hold the line and sort of saying that. The real loss is the fact that there aren't more tech savvies in the industry nationally that yeah. are going to say, this is the downside of this. This is, this is, there are fewer voices. 
to speak out against Rogers and against Bell. And um, I think that's a lot of the narrative in like, you know, amongst consumers is that, well, if I need a cell phone or internet or cable or whatever, I only have kind of three major choices, right? Tell us Bell and Rogers. Um, And and so some people do like to shop local and go with the local guys like start.ca was, Tech Savvy is another one, Execulink in this area. There's a lot, there's a lot of them, but like they just can't compete. They they don't have the money to install all those fiber optic networks that they want to and and really enhance their services at the rate or quality that they that they want to. So I think yeah. a lot of consumers feel like this is a loss when the big guys buy these these little ones up. You know, there's there's sort of this the standard in the industry of which is called the last mile, which is that when you're an independent service provider like a start.ca or what was start.ca, you use the infrastructure of a Bell or a Rogers because the uh, the the agreement that was sort of hammered out was, you know, homeowner like 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 us we don't want 20 different providers digging up our front lawn and selling cables. So the agreement was if you, if you subscribe to a different service, you will use the infrastructure that was there, like a builder or Rogers, they will get part of that, that fee. So there's already a working relationship between these inter- independent smaller providers and the big guys. And this sort of, um, uh, now what comes down that line is where all the difference really happens and what is being sold by different providers. So uh, there's already a fairly close relationship. They know each other. And so, uh, no, I think you're right. I think that it is, even though there is a, a shared infrastructure between all these agencies, there's still uh, a difference in services that are provided and cost structure and fees. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of good things. I'm not a start.ca um, uh, subscriber myself, but I've heard a lot of good things about how they're in the community. Uh, and if you call them, they're there. You see them, they have a profile here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is a lot of lot of feeling that people there's a feeling that people want to support an agency that is um that is homegrown that is local it just is natural that we want to support sure of course i know that you did because you you mentioned the tech savvy um company and i know that you were talking to the the owner for your story has he been has someone offered to buy tech savvy has he been resisting that so far i sort of i sort of uh, i was speaking to a vice president not the owner and the um and i asked him exactly that question and he said he didn't know, but uh, if they had, they would have been rejected immediately. That the owner of Tech Savvy, to their credit, is really wants to maintain that independence. Now, you know, it's a very tough environment out there. Environment out there, it's got even more challenging for small providers. How long they can hold out, I don't know. But uh, you know, I, I can't help but think that they would be one of the last to fall because they're yes. they're they're so aggressive in the space and they've been such outspoken uh, critics. Um, not just critics, but expressing real concern about what happens in the industry when there's consolidation, when there's less competition. And like I said off the top, their real concern is just lack of voices, lack of small independent businesses that come out and say, uh, you know, we need a more level playing field in the telecom sector for small businesses to compete with the big guys. Um, and we need legislation to 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 help us with that. There was a you know, landmark ruling in 2021 um, the CRTC, well, there was a ruling in 2019 by the CRTC, which is going to say to the, the big providers, the Bells and the Rogers, you now have to share some of your revenue with the smaller providers because you have such a consolidation of the market, you have such a, a, a market share. Then there was intense lobbying and there was a lot of hoops that were jumped through. Right. 2021, that decision was reversed. And that's really what's been a real, it's been a real as they said to me, a body blow to the small internet providers. Mm-hmm. If that initial ruling was in place, 
we have a thriving small tech sector nationally, which is now being seriously compromised. So I think some serious questions have to be asked at the federal level about the conduct of the CRTC and about why those decisions were reversed and whether or not interests of competition and diversity are really being uh, effectively um, heard, uh, whether they're being respected. I I think there has to be some attention paid to that. And I I really don't think there is. I think it's fine under the radar. Well, I hope that the the small guys can hold out as as long as they can. But in the case of Start.ca, even the owner uh, says that he, you know, it was it was in their best interest to do this for them and their customers because there are a lot of benefits to to being a part yeah. of Telus, right? They have financial stability. They have much deeper pockets. They have um, uh, they're being able to offer more products and services, so they can they can they can do more in the whole area of. Um, a fiber optic cable investment, which we talked about earlier, yep. maybe maybe offering more phone services in terms of their internet and cable. Can they they can now offer higher speed, very high speed internet, which smaller cable companies are really challenged from doing. So that's another service they can now offer their customers that they couldn't before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're at, you know yeah, it's not all bad. There's going to be an upside for sure, but it's the trade off is going to be to sort of you know you weigh that against the loss of diversity and the loss of voice and the loss of competition, mm-hmm. and it's just. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's some it's consumers feel stuck with just you know the three big choices, right? So they do, they certainly do, yeah. And it yeah. keeps and narrowing. the fact that they own so many smaller ones, like you know, Freedom Mobile and Shaw and yeah. Fido, and you know, the, the, all those smaller ones that are sort of they appear like they're 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 independents, but you know, they're really not, right? They're it's part like, of the big guys, and all sectors do that, right? I mean, look at the airlines with mm-hmm. uh, WestJet and Flair and Air Canada, and has its off its, its sort of discount brands to. So they sort of present discount brands um, to give the appearance and the impression of diversity and competition. But one would question whether that's going to be true. Sure. Okay. Well, we're going to follow your reporting on this, certainly. And uh, if anything happens at the federal level, hopefully we'll hear about that too uh, uh, with the CRTC. Thank you so much, Norm, for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you soon. See you. Bye-bye.